it is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of BlindAndroidUsers.com. Kick back, enjoy another fine episode from a blindness perspective as we navigate Android. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blind Android Users Podcast. This is episode number six, and I'm delighted to be introducing a very special segment on roaming Android devices. Now, roaming an Android device is a process of installing a custom ROM on an older Android device that the manufacturer no longer supports. It is my pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, to introduce none other more qualified to take us through this process than the man of the hour himself, the Mongolian roaming minister, Austin Pinto. Thank you, Warren, for that fantastic welcome. And hello, everyone. This is the sixth episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. And this is the first episode in this segment, Roaming Your Device. In this episode, we will have all the roaming terminologies explained to you. This will only be me talking. There won't be any demos in this episode. It will just be me explaining to you the terminologies of roaming your phone. And we are going to get to know what it involves to roam your device, what roaming is actually, and what are the various terminologies that you need to know while you roam your device. So before I could go ahead and explain to you everything, all the terminologies, let me first of all clarify for whom is this episode. This episode is not for the advanced roamers. This episode is not for those of you who have rooted your device recently, not previously, not back in the 4.4.4 days and 5.1 days, but recently Android 8, 9, 10, 11, maybe I think any t- anything after Android 6. If you have rooted your phone after Android 6, this episode is not for you because in this episode, we are only going to do talking. This episode is for those of you who are interested in custom roaming your device or interested in routing your device or interested in just knowing what the custom ROM is and what it involves to install a custom ROM on your phone. It is for all the new users to roaming. Like Warren has said, we are going to go to the banks of the Mongolian river in this episode. We are not going to cross it. We are going to cross it in the next episode. But this episode, we are going to go to the banks of the Mongolian river. So let us get started with terminologies explained. The first terminology, this is nothing to do with roaming, but I will be talking about this OEM a lot in this episode. Let me explain to our US friends what is Xiaomi or who is Xiaomi or Redmi or Poco. So Xiaomi is the main company in China. They make phones, they make TVs, sound bars, vacuum cleaners, cookers, network gear, security cameras, everything. In China, you get a mall. You have a mall called MI Home in which you have various products of Xiaomi being sold. So Xiaomi makes a lot of products. Especially we are curious about their phones. Their phones are budget phones, low cost devices, but value for money phones. Good specs. But you have to pay equally with good specs. And I'll tell you how they make you pay in a few minutes. This is Xiaomi. This is nothing to do with roaming. This was just a thing thrown out there for 
more before we actually get started with the terminology. Now let's start the terminology that is related to roaming. What is a custom ROM? The basic terminology. So Android as you know is open source and it's developed by Google but people can download the source code from GitHub and they can add the features that they want. If they want some features they can add. They can add patches that make your device work better. It can sometimes break things but we are not going to talk about that as at least as of now so they can add a lot of things to this open source android and make it customizable this customizable nature of android this modified android is known as roaming and there are two instances of modified android which i will get to in a bit roms are built by developers they are not built by smartphone manufacturers all the smartphone man manufacturers do make rom but here i'm talking about custom roms these are aftermarket firmwares that people can install on their devices that can improve performance improve accessibility if you have an old device it can give you the newest version of android depending on how the developer support is for that device and a lot more features a lot more features if your device does not come with a lot of features in android in its stock firmware rom will add some more features to your device so this is what custom rom is i'm not going to go in the official de definition of custom roms i've explained to you in my own words so that is what is custom rom now what is a skin skin or ui what is this and here comes the xiaomi here comes my favorite oem which i will be talking about so companies what they do not google all the other companies except google google also is a skin the stock android that you use is a skin it is a ui so all the ui that is built in front of any software is a skin so even the soft stock android is in a way a skin but here we are not talking about stock android here we are talking about other companies so other companies what they do is they modify android they add various gestures they add their own home screen they add their own settings panel they customize the settings panel they customize the notifications panel they customize the recent app screen the, the quick settings panel they make the clock look a little differently battery icon look different icons look different they change the gestures all this everything is a part of the skin this is the stock ui that comes with your phone this is a part of the stock ui now these skins some of them especially made by xiaomi have got some elements in them that break accessibility so that is what a skin is they also add bloatware companies do add bloatware not all of the companies but most of now bloatware is reducing but it is still there some of the bloatware cannot even be uninstalled some of the bloatware has been detected to be malicious apps that serve ads and all the other bad things that malicious programs do one of the uh, major major phone manufacturer that was in the news recently last year was techno for all our african listeners of the the african continent techno is a very popular phone manufacturer they had embedded malware in their skin and sold the phone to users fresh new out of the box phone with malware and this article will be linked in the show notes for you to read if you want to get deeper into this new story so this is what a skin is next question who 
must roam their device now let me put in before i answer this question let me put in some small terminologies here which are not worthy of being classified as major questions and yes of course our chapter our podcast do have chapter markers integrated into them so each question is going to be a chapter mark if you listen to the podcast using a app that supports chapter marker then you can go to whichever question you want the answer to but i would recommend if you are new to custom roaming you have never done any of these procedures before to listen to the entire show so the terminology that i wanted to put in is roamers what are roamers Roamers are those people who install ROMs on their device or custom ROM installer people using custom ROMs developers may be classified as roamers but not really by developers i don't mean app developers and all i mean custom rom developers but romers are generally those who install the custom rom these are called romers okay so now comes to the big question who must rom their device and by who must rom i mean who must install a custom rom so number 1 if you have an old device just perfectly working but you want to give it a new version of android then you can install custom rom the best example of this is now i hope you are sitting down because in in some seconds what i'm going to tell you is going to make you go to ebay and get this device i think so that's what what that's what is going to do if you don't have the device for those listeners who are on android for a lot of time by a lot of time i mean 2011 or before 2011 or even those who are technically interested in technology you must remember samsung galaxy s2 this device came in may 2011 and if you have this device in your drawer and if this device is working perfectly you can open the drawer and remove the device out and install android 11 on this device yes you heard me correct android 11 is out for this device in the form of a custom rom and i will give you the name of the rom in the end of this show so stay tuned so if you have an old device definitely check out the roming possibilities it's nothing more even if you want to do it for experimental reasons to learn how the process is done you can do it or you want to use that device media device you use it you want to give it to somebody but you don't want to give them an unsecure device you can give it to them after you install a rom so this is the first criteria of people the second criteria of people here comes Xiaomi again if you have a device from Xiaomi Redmi Poco Realme now Realme is another chinese oem which is recently come in the market Huawei Vivo Oppo these these common names Huawei is banned in US and it is kind of it's kind of in the decline in India but it's in banned in US so if you have any of these devices these devices are some of the heaviest skinned devices in the market these are some of the most modified versions of android some of these break accessibility at least xiaomi does and at least uh, vivo and oppo do i have never used a huawei device or a realme device so i don't know if they break accessibility or not but i do know that they are heavily skinned so if you have any of these brands you can definitely install a custom rom which will make your device feel like as if you have bought a pixel device and i don't mean this performance wise i mean this feeling wise the feel of the skin you will get stock android if you install the right rom 
So if you have these devices, definitely check out if there is a ROM for your device. And I'll tell you how you can check that out in the concluding parts of this show. This is the second criteria. So if you are heavy, heavily skinned device, not accessible device, you have some problems with navigation of the uh, stock firmware that came with the device and want to ROM it, then you can definitely ROM. Third criteria. Third criteria is I would say generally anybody can ROM their device. If you have a Pixel device and you want to see how does one UI feel, yes, you can install a one UI on Pixel devices if it is ported for that device. And I'll talk about porting a little later. It's a little technical, but I will explain to you still what is a port. So yes, you can try out one UI if it is available for your device. It should be available for your specific device. You cannot download any device ROM and try it on any device. That will not work. So this is who must ROM their device. Now comes the unfortunate question. Who cannot ROM their devices? Which devices are not ROMable, are not ROMable or are very like difficult to ROM? extremely difficult to run. So first criteria in these devices come those people who live in areas or they have purchased the device from carriers and they are carrier locked. If your device is carrier locked, it is generally impossible to unlock the bootloader, especially if you are still paying for that device. So carriers don't want you modifying the device and doing some stuff to it when you are still paying for the device when you have purchased it from the carrier. Once you are not paying for the device, but still if it is carrier locked, some of the devices like OnePlus devices have guides online on how to convert them into international global devices and by converting them you won't lose any um, functionality or anything but you will lose the carrier lock status the carrier lock status you may lose support for some specific carrier features that's what i want to say so there's a caution here you might lose some functions to some carrier specific features so i would like i would recommend before doing this procedure take a look at that guide not that guide, the guide for your specific device. And we will talk about where to get all this information at the end. So like always, stay tuned. So this is the second people. So this is the first criteria of people who cannot ROM the device. The second criteria, these are the only two people, I mean two criterias who can't ROM the device. Samsung devices. Samsung devices can be ROM, but they are generally difficult to ROM because to ROM the device, you need to unlock the bootloader. We will be talking about that a little later. So to ROM your device, you have to unlock the bootloader and Samsung does not make it easy to unlock the bootloader. Also Xiaomi. I mean Xiaomi is easy to unlock the bootloader but not for us because their unlock tool is not accessible. I'll, I'll talk about that when I get to the section on how to unlock your bootloader or what is bootloader unlock procedure. So Samsung devices are generally not ROMable. They don't have good developer support some devices may have them some don't so if you have a Samsung device you'll have to stick with one UI that's what you have to stay or at least if your device is in warranty and you have if you want to ROM your device I would stay I would say stay away from this because unlocking the bootloader will void your warrant so this is who cannot unlock the device now comes to the fun part what are advantages of ROMing your device the first advantage is if your device is heavily skinned or if accessibility is broken, roaming makes the device accessible, it improves accessibility, it does not solve the limitation 
machines that are there in talkback so roaming your device will not improve responsibility of web views and all those things no those limitations still exist but they improve general accessibility because you are installing a device a rom with stock android or near stock android so accessibility does improve your rom your device the second advantage is you get the recent version of android so let's say you have a 3 year old device or a 4 year old device or even for the galaxy s2 a 10 year old device almost 10 year old device as of this recording so you get a latest version of android and not all devices will get the latest version of android it depends on how the developer support for these devices are generally developer supports for oneplus xiaomi realme vivo oppo huawei all the chinese oems um, are fabulous fabulous I mean fabulous by fabulous I mean these developers they have booted Android 11 developer preview 1 the same day or the next day it was released to uh, beta testers so this is how good developer support is for these devices they may be inaccessible not OnePlus OnePlus is 99% accessible apart from the dialer but they may be inaccessible but they have pretty good developer support available for the device so yes you get a latest version of android after you rom the device also the security of your device with the latest version one way it improves but one way it goes down and i'll talk about how it goes down in the disadvantages section just coming right up so now comes the section that i was just talking to you about what are the disadvantages of roaming your device the first disadvantage is that you lose device security now why i'm saying this is because roaming now why i'm saying this because roaming for roaming your device you need to unlock the bootloader and unlocking the bootloader does disable a lot of security features on your device so you do lose security second disadvantage is if you don't do proper research you might install a rom that has bugs that can make your device non bootable that can break some of the critical features of your device such as network wifi bluetooth and all those other features that you depend on some roms especially the roms in alpha build i'll be talking about rom types a little later but roms in alpha build have even been seen to have audio not working so that will break talkback so So yes these are the second disadvantages of roaming a device and the third disadvantage is your device can get brick now what is a brick device i will be covering in 2 minutes but before that let us start now slowly moving towards the bank of the mongolian river by speaking about one of the the first stages that you will ever do for roaming your device and that is unlocking the bootloader so what is the unlocking the bootloader order procedure how is it done what are the advantages disadvantages everything will be covered in this one big section so unlocking the bootloader is like disabling the digital signature on windows 10 it is disabling your protected file system access on windows 10 you if you delete a protected file in windows 10 you get an error access denied and all those errors it's like disabling those so it is moving a step which you modify your partitions it gives you access to flash partitions on your phone to modify system partitions which you would not be able to modify for unlocking the bootloader so this is what is unlocking the bootloader it degrades security a little bit because when you run when you are unlocking the bootloader you get a prompt saying that device protection features will not work some of the device protection features will not work 
so this is what is unlocking the bootloader these advantages are the same like i said before you lose security and all that so there are no advantages i mean this is this has to be done if you want to rom if you want to root this is the this is the first step in everything this is unlocking the bootloader so how is it done different devices have different procedures to unlock the bootloader devices such as pixel devices oneplus devices are very easy to unlock the bootloader you boot your device in fast boot mode now what is fast boot mode is i will be talking about that a little later after i finish the bootloader unlocking section so you boot your device in fast boot mode and you install platform tools android platform tools or adb on your computer there is no need to install adb now because google has made portable platform tool packages available so you just download the zip extract the zip to a folder and open a command prompt in that folder and then you type the command fastboot oem unlock but before you type these commands you need to do a procedure and that i will explain to you now but i will demonstrate to you in the next episode of this segment now these episodes are going to be uploaded randomly these will not be uploaded in sequence so if i upload an episode maybe in january the next one maybe in february or march we will try to upload them quickly so that our listeners don't lose touch but each episode will be but each episode will be a summary there will be a summary of what was discussed in the previous episodes so that our users are kept aware of what we have already discussed so yes this is what is the procedure to unlock the bootloader you have to first of all enable usb debugging and how to enable that you need to go to settings on your phone you need to find about phone or even a tablet about phone about tablet you can do this on your tablet you can do this on android devices even on tvs even tvs can be romed but generally tvs don't have developer support because nobody will rom their tvs i mean people use tvs for like entertainment purposes mostly not for um, they don't look at features and all those things at least not stock android and all those things but you can do it if there are roms available you can definitely do this we won't be getting into roming a tv because that is out of the scope but i will be telling you how to do it i'll be explaining to you how to rom it's the same way as a phone but you will do this wirelessly so yes tvs can be romed and there are packages available for tvs some of the tvs may have developer support you need to check that out so you enable you go to settings you go to about phone and you tap on build number find a thing called build number and tap on it 7 times so if you have double tap enabled you will tap on it 14 times single tap you will do it 7 times and you this will enable a feature called developer options but before you enable this feature it will ask you to enter your pin or pattern or password or however you unlock your phone you will have to enter that because developer option has some advanced features that might cause your phone to misbehave it won't break your device but it may cause your phone to misbehave it might reduce security of your device and one of the features that we will be enabling now will reduce the security of your device so you enable developer options then you go back 
and you find developer options in your settings you go to developer options and enable oem unlock see if there is an oem unlock option some of the phones have it some of the phones don't have it if it does not have it's okay enable usb debugging usb debugging is available on all the phones so you have to enable that if you want to unlock the bootloader and then your phone will be able to communicate with your computer using adb now what is adb is android debug bridge so it helps you to debug your phone basically it's for developers but it also helps you to install applications to sideload application a lot of cool features it has and one of the features i will be demonstrating a bit later and that is sideloading an application so then you boot your phone in fast boot mode you'll have to do searching on google on how to do this different devices have different options or different ways of doing it and then once your device fast mode connect it to the computer open the command prompt on the folder to which you extracted the platform tools zip and type fastboot flashing unlock and hit enter then type fastboot reboot and then your device will reboot you have unlocked the bootloader but now before doing this keep a very good backup of all the data that is on your data storage that is on your internal storage because you will lose this data your device will be factory resetted so all the data will be erased so have a very good backup on your pc you copy this data on your pc and don't keep it even on external storage if your phone has a slot which most of the nowadays phones don't have an sd card slot so don't have it then copy it on a pc copy it on a pen drive copy it cloud keep it wherever you want but keep it safe because you will lose data so this is the first stage in roaming your device we have reached the banks of the mongolian river and now it is time to not cross the river but explore the waters near the banks so next question comes what is a bricked device i have repeated the term brick for at least 2 3 times now so a brick device is nothing but a device that fails to boot after you flash a rom a custom rom it is generally done it generally happens after you flash a custom rom but it may happen also after you flash a faulty update that the system manufacturer releases and here again i want to I would like to put my favorite OEM under the bus. Recently, at least there was a lot of news that for those of you who has Xiaomi Mi A3 device, this is this is I mean the worst. If you this is an Android one device, so you can imagine. So what Xiaomi did is this happened with Android 10.0. This happened with Android 11. Xiaomi rolled out an update for the device. that caused the device to break and break in such a way that if you if you install that update and you restarted your device your device would no longer boot i mean it would it it was as good as a paperweight you had to take your device to a service center and they replaced the motherboard but they did not do it free even if your device was in warranty you had to pay for this lot of lot lot of commotion happened on this lot of youtubers covered it and lot of things happened so generally it does not happen with system updates from the stock uh, from the device manufacturer but it happens with roms how does it happen if you do something while flashing if you flash the rom using some wrong steps forget to do a step if you download a rom for the wrong device um, although 
Now it is extremely difficult to break your device because TWRP has got systems in place that does a hardware check on the ROM zip, digest verification, signature verification and all those things, device matching that prevents you from installing a ROM for the wrong device. So if you try to install a Pixel, uh, I'm taking an example, if you install the ROM for Pixel 3 on a Pixel 4, that will not work. TWRP will say device mismatch or something but yes you can do that if you want to break your phone purposely there is a way on how to install the wrong rom but i'm not going to go into that because i don't want you all to break your device so it can be done if you want to do it there are two types of bricks one is soft brick these bricks are generally very easy to recover all you need to do is flash a stock rom back and that is it your device will be booted again this is the most easiest recover recovered brick but definitely if this happens to you and my old friends who have crossed the mongolian river will say i mean we must have bricked a device once in a lifetime definitely we have i have i don't know about others but i have and you will say and you will comment if this happens for to you and especially if it's the first time you will be under serious panic especially if it is a not a very old device i mean if it's a decent device if it's an old experimental device then you may not care but if it's a decent device wow that will be super panic but soft bricks are nothing to worry you can recover from them the most difficult brick is hard brick i mean you don't even want your enemies to get that brick that brick is serious soft bricks are generally when your device does the following symptoms your device will show the following symptoms if it has a soft brick your device will boot but it will get stuck on the google logo it will get stuck on the phone manufacturer's logo it will constantly reboot and reboot every time it will reboot either into recovery mode or into fast boot mode and it will just constantly keep rebooting this is also called a boot loop it will enter into what is called a boot loop so it will constantly reboot this means that you have got a soft brick you need to download the stock rom package and install it now you will get all of these guides that i have spoken to you about from the beginning of the show the guide to unlock your bootloader the guide to convert your device into an international version the guide to recover from breaks everything on forum.xtadevelopers.com and i will be linking this link in the show notes so please go and check the show notes or you can search for the term you will have to type the following in on google so let's say you want to un unlock the bootloader of oneplus nord so you will have to type in google xda guide unlock bootloader for oneplus nord and there it will be the first search results maybe an xda guide on how to do this so xda developer is a friend it is like the it is like a ship that takes us across the mongolian river if you want to cross the mongolian river you'll have to board the xda ship so that is the brick now hard brick hard brick is when your device does not even boot or it may show a white blank screen or it may just vibrate it may just keep on vibrating and the screen will be blank that is a hard brick this brick is nearly impossible to recover from you have to take your phone to the service center 
they may change your motherboard and unfortunately if you are if your device is made by a company that voids the warranty when you unlock the bootloader one of the company being Samsung because Samsung uses a fuse to detect if your bootloader is locked or unlocked and as you unlock the fuse is blown so they can easily find out if you have unlocked the bootloader and if your warranty is void then your device will you will have to charge you have to pay for fixing this device in the service center and that can be a lot because service centers generally say that oh your motherboard has failed you need to change your motherboard and then goes a lot of moolah so there are some phones if you have a really really technical friend some of the phones my Xiaomi and again Xiaomi is doing some good things some bad things Xiaomi phones have got a feature if you open the phone up at the back where you attach your USB cable for charging at the bottom of the phone that board that is there the USB cable attaching board has test points at the back of it these test points can be shot to boot your phone in something known as an EDL mode or a QDL mode now both these modes are for Qualcomm devices MediaTek uses a download mode even Samsung calls their mode a download mode once you get your phone into these modes so how you will know that your phone is booted in QDL mode or EDL mode EDL is emergency download and QDL is Qualcomm diagnostic loading so or loader is if you connect your phone to the computer you will hear a connect sound but if you go to device manager you will see a USB device called Qualcomm QD loader or you will see a device called Android EDL loader one of the two if you see that you'll have to download the tool by Qualcomm and all this is available on HDA definitely these are all available on HDA you'll have to download the tool and flash it using Qualcomm's tool if you have a device that has a MediaTek CPU you will have to download the SP flash tool MediaTek uses something known as an SP flash tools <laughs> MediaTek CPUs are generally in the Asian continent um, some of the European continent may have MediaTek CPUs but US is generally Qualcomm there may be a few if you have imported or something but Qualcomm is generally or Exynos Exynos is Samsung's own CPU so Exynos is again in Asia especially in India I don't know about the European continent I think UK has it but US has Qualcomm Samsung uses Odin so if you have a Samsung device and if you do something and if it breaks then you can use Odin which can be downloaded from Sam mobile I mean Odin cannot be Odin and the firmware can be got from Sam mobile I will link the links for all these in the show notes for Sam mobile for HDA for the Odin package and everything else that I discussed will be in the show notes so do go and check that out please this is the brick story this is about all hard brick and soft brick and how to recover from bricks now comes the sort of third stage of roaming your device now where you will say where did the second stage go I mean second stage is a minor stage but at the same time it is a major stage especially if you have got a device with Android 8.1 or later the second stage is installing TWRP recovery or installing a third-party recovery on your phone now TWRP is team win recovery project and 
it's a third party recovery by third party i mean it does not come from your phone's manufacturer so you install this recovery which helps you to do all the processes that we are going to do in the next episode but i'm going to explain to you now so you will have to download these from xda all of these things can be obtained from xda you will have to create an account on xda if you want to post and you want to download files from there then you will have to have an xda account okay so this is what is the second stage which is a minor stage but yes if you have got an 8.1 and later device in this second stage you will need cited help to decrypt your data partition and i will be showing you how you can decrypt it when we flash the rom on an a only device in the next episode so this is the second stage okay let's go to the third stage this is not exactly a stage if you want to install a rom but many of our users many of our listeners have told me to cover rooting and i'm going to explain rooting i'm going to show you how it's done in the next episode but i will be explaining to you what is rooting and what are what are the advantages and disadvantages and all that so this is going to be a big sec so what is rooting so android is a linux derivative it's it's like a lighter version of linux so in linux you have something known as a super user account android also has a super user account Another term for the super user account is called a root user. Android also has this root user. I mean, it's not a different user account, but it's it upgrades your user account to a root user. By default, this mode is locked. To unlock the this mode, you have to follow the two stages that we went across. That is unlocking the bootloader and installing the recovery. So, how is this done? So back in the day, if you have Android, uh, I I believe anything like Android two point three point six. I don't know much about two point three point six because I was not roaming that time, and I don't think even ROMs were available that time. But if you have Android four and up, Android four to I think Android seven or Android six, there was a way you could root your device without installing a recovery using an app. called one click root or those apps and i would strongly warn you now do not go and sideload such apps these apps do not work in the later version of android some of these apps are even malicious apps that uh, guarantee they will root your device but they do not do anything they do not work in later versions of android so how is this done in later versions of android you'll have to download a package called magisk again i will be leaving links for magisk in the show notes magisk is a universal package by universal i mean it is for all the devices it is not there are no different packages for magisk for different devices it's a universal package so you download magisk zip and you install the magisk zip using twrp recovery i'll be showing you how to do that later in the next episode so just brush up on these terminologies and i think if you want to do it then download the packages and keep them ready for when we get started so you install magisk and magisk once you install the zip it will do its thing and it will root your device now i get a question by many users i want to install a custom rom should i root my device absolutely not required 
you must not i mean you can but it's not required so it's it's time waste so you do not root your device to install a custom rom you only unlock the bootloader you install the recovery and you can install the custom rom you should not root your device if you want to install a custom rom even if you after installing custom rom if you want to keep your device secure you should not root your device so i would say if you do not use something some feature that root gives you i want to strictly advise our listeners to stay away from rooting your device it is one of the worst security mistakes you can make especially if you are new to android you are not experienced you download apps from third party websites um we condone piracy but if you install apps that are mod- modded or mods or cracks or pirated then rooting is a big big security hole that you are drilling into your device so it is not required for roaming and it should not be done there are no advantages basically of rooting unless you can uh, you can improve the performance of your device by overclocking the cpu and the gpu and i think i should answer what overclocking is next question because i will get that question a lot after the show so i will answer that but it is nothing to do with roaming but i will answer that because it's a technical term so you can unlock you can overclock your device you can install some additional features like dolby atmos you can install you can use a feature by which you can convert your single speaker device into stereo speaker device some of the devices this feature will not work but some of these devices the speak the feature will work but it won't be i mean the the performance that you will get is nothing compared to if you have a stereo speaker by default because it will convert your earpiece into another speaker and this will also degrade the life of your earpiece because earpieces are used are designed to only be used while on calls so they are designed for limited use so it will degrade the life of your earpiece so yes you can convert your single speaker into stereo speakers but only some devices now disadvantages wow don't even get me started here the biggest disadvantages is that all of the apps can run at the highest possible privilege that you can give on your device there are some apps that will not take advantage of this high level privilege i mean the security hole there are some apps that will not take advantage of rooting your device but there are some apps that exclusively requires root privileges and this will take advantage of your rooted device by advantage i mean it will run at highest given privileges so what comes with these highest running privileged apps if your apps have got malware in them malicious code it can send device details and files and everything to hackers and you know bad people on the net it can open back doors on your device through which people can enable your camera they can listen to what you you say i mean they can enable your mic and get streaming streaming of all that you say in day to day life so yes this can be done if you are rooted and if you don't take care if you root your device you will have to take a little more care in securing your device and by take care i mean stop downloading apps from third party websites stop installing pirated apps 
definitely you should not indulge in piracy but you should stop installing it if you root your phone the next disadvantage banking apps payment apps will not work if you are rooted unless you follow the way to make them work and i'm not going to tell you how to do that because it's a security risk and uh, i would not like you to fall into any problems to all our listeners so yes payment apps will not work some apps will also not work properly those who rely on secure communications okay so this is the advantages disadvantages what is routing and all of those questions answered what is overclocking now overclocking is nothing to do with roaming it is just a technical term that i had repeated so i am going to explain to you overclocking is pushing the your device to its limits i mean its max more than its max it it pushes your device to uh, more than what the engineers have designed your device to go to how do you do that I'm not going to show you but I'll explain to you how it's done. You will require a third party kernel. I'll get to what is a kernel a little later. You will need a third party kernel. You will need an app called kernel auditor and you will need certain preset settings. These preset settings differ for each device. So what it generally does it pushes extra voltage to your cpu your gpu and your ram this improves device performance but it also comes at a cost your device generates more heat if done improperly you can burn your cpu and gpu of course your cpu gpu will throttle before it burns up it won't just burn it won't just catch fire but it will it will cause it to fail there won't be a fire there may be but it won't be it won't happen because the device manufacturers has lot of security and safety built into the devices your device will shut down before it even catches fire but it will fail one of these days if you overclock your device it will fail it will reduce battery life and a lot of these things so overclocking is and you don't get generally you don't get noticeable performance for by overclocking it is generally done by gamers who want to eke out every frame from your device by pushing the gpu and also cpu for extra performance but that performance is not even noticeable nowadays with such a fast cpu available back in the day when we were using 832 megahertz and i'm going to be clear megahertz not gigahertz i mean wow there's no 832 gigahertz processor but back in the day when we were using 832 megahertz processors and all overclocking would give us noticeable performance but now not much the disadvantages of overclocking are more than the performance that you will get so now let us talk about what a kernel is in the overclocking section that i answered just now i said i will explain to you what a kernel is so a kernel so now let's get into the partitions of android the first partition is the bootloader this is like the bios of your computer it is a very small partition and it has very limited code that tells your device what to do next it hands over the chain of operation to something known as the kernel so the kernel is what governs your hardware the kernel resides in the partition known as boot so for those people who have downloaded the stock rom and seen there are different img files if you have a 
pixel device or a oneplus device or something there are different img files or if you have a samsung phone then that is not applicable to you because samsung has something on his csc file and something else so it is not applicable to you you will see an image called boot this is nothing but a kernel so a kernel decides how much voltage your cpu gets it decides the irqs and everything that goes on to your device it gives resources to various sections of your device or apps there are some apps that can get access to kernel level privileges this is where routing is possible so to overclock your device you need to do some changes into the kernel partition using an app this is what a kernel is so this is like the basic firmware that is on your device it is like the the thing that starts before android starts now let's talk about fast boot mode or fast boot fast boot is nothing but a mode in which your device boots in this mode you can flash images such as boot your kernel you can flash your kernel you can flash a system image or a gsi rom i'll be talking about gsi later in this episode when i discuss the types of roms so you can flash all the files that end in .img .bin and others so this is a mode where you will boot your device to flash the stock rom if your device is bricked you will boot your device to unlock the bootloader and also to get some information on your device so this is what fast boot and also what a kernel is so now comes the fourth stage this is preparing before the attack this is preparing your ship before you cross the mongolian river what are the requirements for roaming your device a lot of requirements are there and big requirements the biggest requirement of all is research research and good research now where you are going to do this research is our friend xda developers go to xda developers read all the guides that i have discussed in the show notes i am not going to link any guide because different devices have different guides so you'll have to search that yourself i mean if we link guides for all the devices available wow we can write a book on the show notes on various guides on roaming your phone so that is not possible at all so you'll have to go and do some research read the guide on unlocking the bootloader read the guide on installing twrp now if you read the guide on installing twrp it will also have a section on routing so if you want to just root your device you can also read that but if you want to custom rom your device i would say skip that section so read the guide on how to install twrp recovery i'll be showing you but you you just read that guide and keep it ready and also read now 
HDA has a sub forum in your device forum called ROMs and Mods. You go into that forum and you pick a ROM that you want to try and read the thread on that ROM. Now, a word of caution here, HDA threads are generally very very long, especially if you have an older device, these threads can range from 100 pages to 2-300 pages. So do not read all of them. What you should do is read the first post on the first page of the thread. Down in that post somewhere will be a date when the ROM was last updated. Keep changing the page of XDA forum and reach the date when the thread was when the ROM was updated and read the thread from that date forward so that you can get the bugs that are reported by users for the latest update of the ROM. So then you can decide if the ROM you want to try out the ROM, if the bug affects you, if it does not affect you or what. This is research. You have to do a lot of research. Next you will need cited help. Not a lot of cited help. You won't need a professional technician with you. You just need a person who can read and who can follow instructions. That is it. Anyone can do this. Um, your child, your wife, your friend, your husband, anyone. They, can, they should just know how to read and follow instructions. When will you need cited help? You will need cited help to decrypt your data partition when you install TWRP recovery. You will need cited help when you boot your phone for the first time after you install the ROM, let's say if you boot your phone into system and you wait for 10-15 minutes, you try starting TalkBack and TalkBack does not come on, then you will need cited help on to see what is on screen if you are bricked or not, if your device is bricked or not. So if your device is in TWRP recovery or it's in fast boot mode after 15 minutes of rebooting into system, definitely your device is bricked and you need to follow the recovery steps in HDA guides. So you will need sighted help that time. What do you need to know about your device? You will have to know your device a little bit. You'll have to know whether your device is an A only partition or a A slash B partition. Now once I finish telling you the requirements, I will be explaining to you what are the different partitions of the device and what is this A only partition and what is this A slash B partition. So you will have to know that. You will have to know the architecture of your device, whether your device is an ARM only device or it's an ARM64 device. ARM only means 32-bit. These are generally older devices. And ARM64 is 64-bit. These are newer devices. Now, why do you want to need, why do you have to know what is the architecture of your device? Is because I will be asking you to download some files later on. So how do you know all this information? The easiest way is downloading an app from the Play Store called Trub. Table compatibility check. I will be linking the link in the show notes for the app. You can also download the app from APK Mirror if you have an, a very old device and you don't have if you don't want it, you don't want to link your Google account to your device. You can download and install it from APK Mirror and I'll give both the links in the show notes. This is the easiest way. This will tell you everything that you need to know to install the ROM. But if you want to do work, then 
you will have to know the specs of your device, which CPU your device came with, search the CPU name on Google and find the architecture. You will also have to know what type of partition your device has and this information is generally not easily available. But a rule of thumb will be if your device has come with Android uh, 10 at least, then it will be an A slash B device. Some of the devices that are come with 9 also has A slash B and even 8. Some So anything after 8, Android 8 is a suspect. You need to have this information clear. If you have a device which is running an Android version older than Android 8, you don't need this information. You don't need to install treble check app, but you can install it to know the architecture of your device. You need to know that. So what are the next requirements? The next requirement is a good quality USB cable. And I mean, definitely I'm serious about this. You are installing a new Android. You are replacing Android of your device. So you do need a good quality USB cable. And by good quality, I don't mean go and get a very, very expensive cable, but get a decent cable. Do not get a thin or a flimsy cable that will disconnect mid-procedure and cause you to break your device or use a very old cable or use it on a computer with a USB port which is loose. So you need a good connection between your computer and your device. So you need a good cable and a good USB port. Next, you will need some packages. I will be linking the links for each of these packages. Not each of the packages. I'll be linking the link for universal package. So what are universal packages? Universal packages are those packages which will run for any device. You don't need to download a specific device package. Like Magisk is a universal package. ADB uh, platform is a universal package of course because it runs on Windows, Mac or Linux so it is it's for the computer so it's not for Android but uh, it is there. Linking for all the three I'll be linked direct download links. You can download zip file and extract it to a folder. There will be a lot of items once you download the zip file. It's not very big. It's 30 MB or something size as of recording on January 18, 2020, 21. It is not lot. It is 30 MB as recording of January 18, 2021. The size may increase or decrease as this podcast from maybe many years from now or I don't know when you will listen to them as you find them. So, yes, you need Android Debug Tools, ADB or Android Debug Bridge, not Android Debug Tools. So this is the first package that you will need for your computer. The next packages are all required for your phone. You will need TWRP recovery. This is not a universal package. This has to be downloaded for your particular device. You download and copy it to the ADB, to the folder where you extracted ADB. So yes, you keep it ready. Next, you will need open gaps. I know you will say where where did the ROM package go? I'm going to come to that because I'm going to explain to you something after this. So you need open gaps. What is open gaps? Gaps or Google Apps package is what is open gaps. 
it does not come directly from google what i mean is apps are developed by google but these packages are are made by the team at open gaps project now a word of warning when you download open gaps if you search for open gaps on google you will get a website called opengaps.org do not download anything from this website because this website is very old they have not updated this website for over a year and they have moved to sourceforge so i'll be linking the links in the sourceforge i'll be linking the sourceforge link in the show notes so how do you determine the right version of open gaps these this package comes in various various flavors so first thing the easiest thing let's start each version of android has a different gaps package now gaps and open gaps are the same for ease of use i'll be calling them gaps each version of android has different gaps so if your device rom if you want to flash a rom with android 11 you'll have to download open gaps for android 11 and so for android 10 and so on and so forth this is this is the main package these packages then come in sub packages like sub flavors the flavor of the package one of the flavor is open gaps aroma open gaps aroma we don't want because when we are installing rom now twrp recovery does not have talkback support talkback is not going to work in recovery when your device is in recovery mode talkback will not work but you can do each and every procedure that i will be showing you on your computer so aroma gaps is or the aroma flavor of open gaps is having an aroma installer so even if you can install the zip from the computer on your device screen there will be an installer popping up asking you to select the apps that you want and this is not accessible because talkback is not running in recovery mode so you don't want aroma gaps you can download the next one that is open gaps super open gaps super has each and every app ever made by google ever ever each and every app there is not a single app that will not be in this package if google has made that app that app is there this is the biggest gaps available so if you want the whole google suite of apps you will have to download this gaps but a word of caution if you have a very old device with a limited system storage i would suggest you not download super if you have a newer device and want the google suite of apps yes you can download super and install it is 1.4 gb in size as of this recording the next comes what i install this is open gaps stock i mean all the i'm not all but these three open gaps aroma super and stock they have talkback and tts pre installed in them so stock is the third largest gaps and stock is what i would recommend you to download the stock gaps package has all the apps that are available on a pixel device these don't come with extra google suite apps like the super but they have all the apps that come by default on a pixel device so you can download stock you may not download stock if you read the uh, the first post in the rom thread for your device the rom developer will recommend which gaps you should install you could uh, go ahead and ignore this recommendation and experiment 
by installing OpenGap stock. The most that will happen is a soft brick which you can recover from by reflashing the ROM and reflashing the recommended gaps package. Anything below OpenGap stock such as there are various names and I'm not going to go in order of size. There is OpenGaps Micro, there's OpenGaps Nano, there's OpenGaps Mini. These all do not have TalkBack or TTS built in. So if you are recommended to flash any of the other gaps, you will have to build a zip of TalkBack and Google TTS and then flash that. I will be showing you how to build the zip but I have already built the zip and I will be linking them in the show notes. This zip is a universal package. You can download the zip for any device and run it. It runs on any device. It's a universal package and if it does not install on your device, you can send us an email. I'll be giving you the details at the end and I will then take a look and see what I can do. So, you need gaps. The next package you will need is ROM. But how do you determine which ROM do you want to try? There are... Now let me first of all change the topic here. This, count, this brings us to the end of the requirements section. The ROM is the last package that you will need but is the main package that you will need. So, load all of these into the ship and get ready to cross the river. So, okay. How to determine which ROM you want to try? What are the different types of ROMs first? Now, the first type of ROM is called Alpha. This ROM is not a type of ROM, it's a build of ROM. Alpha builds are generally released whenever there's a new version of Android released. Whenever there's a new version of Android source code released, Alpha builds are released. These are the most buggiest builds ever and should not be tried unless you want to experiment and see how the new versions of Android will be. Bugs in this build may include, I mean, it does not always include, but it may include not working audio. So beware and do not try alpha builds of ROM. The next type of ROM is beta builds. These are like after maybe one or two months of new Android releases, maybe three months. These can be tried. These you can try. These also have bugs. They may have serious bugs. Now, a package of ROM may not have bugs, but the bugs may come in the updates. So you need to, that's why before you update the ROM, read the thread and then update. Or especially if you're installing a beta ROM or an unofficial ROM. Now I'll get to the unofficial ROM in the next, uh, not next, in this section, but within a few seconds. Okay, so I would suggest if you install the beta ROM or the unofficial ROM, that you wait for some time before updating the ROM until somebody reviews the update and tells you that it is not having any bugs that is going to affect you. Now, bugs that may affect us will be not working audio. That is a big one that will break talkback, not working network, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth and others that will affect us. I mean, if, if something, if uh, let's say the battery icon moves from left to right, that will not affect us much. It may change the, the way we see the battery, but it won't affect us that much. It won't be a showstopper. So, the next is the 
beta build the unofficial rom now what is an unofficial rom is roms are built by developers using their own resource and on their own computers or they use google's cloud servers to build the rom these roms are not built on team servers now i'll get to team servers in a bit so unofficial roms you don't get automatic updates you'll have to download the updates manually and flash them manually yourself so you'll have to take a look at the rom thread every time to see if there is an update these updates are generally released every day or every week or maybe every two weeks sometimes even monthly so there's no fixed i mean developers do have fixed schedules but you'll have to read a little bit and understand what are the schedules there is something known as nightly build and nightly is like almost every day there is an update so you'll have to manually update your rom official rom now official rom is the best if your device has an official rom try it out that is the rom that you must try out these roms are built by the team now team who who is a team one of the team is pixel experience team one is it one of the team is lineage os team one of the team is havoc os so these are teams so they have big servers they have automated build scripts that build the rom themselves very less developer import required to build the rom so you get automatic updates it's like as if you have you have bought the phone and the phone has come with this firmware out of the box you, the way you get system updates from your phone's manufacturer or carrier the same way you get updates from roms after installing the rom so this is the type or build types of rom now the two major types of custom roms are one traditional roms and one gsi roms traditional roms come in the form of a .zip file this file has to be installed using twrp only so this is the old older like it's like a back from it's going on from back android 4.4.4 days and up So this is the traditional type of ROM. Even Android 11 ROMs are coming in traditional format, but these are this is the traditional format. Next is GSI. Now, what is GSI? Is generic system image. So Google. Now I'll be getting into Project Treble and all those things. The Treble compatibility check app will come into play here. So on and when Android 8.1 was launched Google wanted OEMs to update their devices rapidly and that is why they introduced something known as Project Treble now what is Project Treble is devices will have two system partitions one is called slot A and one is called slot B these partitions are collectively also known as A/B so that is why i had asked you to know whether your device is an A only device or a traditional device or a a/b device steps for flashing the rom will differ based on what type of device you have we will be showing you how to do rom both the type of devices in consequence episode the next episode will be how to rom an a only device or a traditional device and the episode after that will be how to rom an a/b device 
So this was what is project treble. So what happens is initially, I mean, this is not regarding roaming, but this is just some general knowledge. Initially, back before Android 8.1 was released, it would take devices to boot after installing the system update. It would take 15 minutes, 10 minutes to boot properly after installing system updates. But now, if you have a newer device, it takes hardly two minutes to boot after installing the system update. So what happens is, let's say your device is running system from system slot A. You get a system update. System update is downloaded and is installed to slot B. Because slot B is inactive, it is easy to replace files and update files on this slot. That is why when your system update is installing, you don't need to reboot in recovery to install the update once your system update installs you need to reboot into recovery to not recovery you need to reboot i mean this is done automatically you just need to click on the reboot now button this rebooting switches the slot from slot a to slot b so b becomes the next active slot the next month when you get another system update the same process will go on this time slot a will be updated and your device will then switch so if there is a bad system update you can then switch back to slot a manually and keep using the older unupdated version of android that is why booting and everything is become fast after installing recent system updates this is why uh, project table was launched this is what is partition a slash b devices and this is what a generic rom a generic system image is now this is not what generic system image is what it is is it comes in the form of a .img file I mean, these files can be packed in a RAR file, a zip file, a tar file. They can, they have to be extracted first. All the contents of the archive needs to be copied in the ADB folder, and then you need to it needs to be installed using fast boot mode. You do not need TWRP to install this ROM. You can do it from TWRP also, but you do not need to have TWRP installed to. install this rom so this is a generic system image it comes in a img file format these images are big images they are like 1 gb plus uh, these are universal images so it can boot on any treble compatible device but these images also may have bugs unless you have a developer that has patches that can that give you the patches you need to then flash that zip an additional zip and the bugs will be solved i will be showing you how to install a gsi rom when we do an a roaming an a slash b device so a gsi rom is more easier to install um, it is not very difficult to install a gsi traditional roms are more difficult to install on twr recovery so now this is the all the types of rom and the builds of rom what are the packages that you can try best package for accessibility is pixel experience This ROM comes with TalkBack and TTS and everything pre-installed. So if you your your device has a Pixel Experience ROM, you don't need gaps. You can just try Pixel Experience ROM, and your device will have TalkBack and Google TTS pre-installed. 
These ROMs also have all the apps that are ever built in a Pixel device. Pixel Experience ROMs are generally larger than other ROM packages because they have Google Apps pre-installed. Now, some of the unofficial Pixel Experience ROMs may not have gaps pre-installed, especially Moto 7 Power. You need to read the first post of the forum of the Pixel Experience ROM and see if the if it's specified there that you need to download gaps it generally says gaps pre-installed no need to download all these packages that i'm giving you come in a traditional format also and a gsi format also so you can pick whichever you want whichever one you want but i would suggest that you go for the traditional one since that is more built for your device gsi is like a universal package so it may contain bugs that may um, spoil the functionality of your device. Not, not damage, hardware damage, but some features may not work. The next best, or even I, I would say, I would also keep this uh, ROM at the first number package, is Pixel Experience Plus. Even this ROM comes with gaps, but it has more customizations than Pixel Experience ROM. It has a little more customizations, but it is very close to pixel experience. The third type of ROM that you, sh you should try is Lineage OS. These, these ROMs do not come with gaps pre-installed so you will need gaps for this ROM. Lineage OS also is close to pixel experience in terms of clean Android interface but it has a few more customizations than pixel experience ROM has. So Lineage is not exact copy of as if you would, you would buy a pixel device and flash the rom that way it's a little different the next you can try is havoc os this is not at all stock android but it is accessible and it is it has a lot of customizations in it in this package you can also try other packages there are a lot of packages some of the package names I have not even heard of. 30 to 40 ROM packages are available. These packages are not at all stock Android. They have a lot of customizations, but they are all accessible. Some of them may not be, but if you try packages I have mentioned, you will definitely improve accessibility of your device. So this is the ROM package that you need to try. So you need any of these ROM packages that I give you, that I have mentioned. If they are available for your device, download them, keep them ready keep your boat ready crossing the Mongolian river in the next episode but before we let our listeners go and I know it's been a very long show Warren do you have any comments especially this terminology that roaming is called as crossing the Mongolian river this is actually Warren's terminology why do you call it as crossing the Mongolian river well, thank you so much, Asin. That was beautiful. And here's the reason why I call that thing the Mongolian River Baptism. Well, as you know, Android started back in 2007, 2008. And shortly thereafter, there was a company that came up with a solution of custom ROMs, and they call it the Cyanogen, or the name of the company was Cyanogen. And also the custom ROM was known as Cyanogen. And for some reason, the first time I heard about that name Cyanogen, Somehow, my mind went to somewhere in Asia, and for some unknown reason, it was Mongolia that my mind settled on. And from that day on, I started calling it the Mongolian Rome. And so, 
It just evolved from Mongolian rum to the Mongolian River Baptism and now we have you as the Mongolian River Baptism Minister. And as you show us how to baptize these things and bring them into fresh life, we are more than happy and thankful to you for making our devices becoming more usable as they get baptized in the Mongolian River. Thank you Warren for that explanation and see you all next week. Next week we will meet again with the normal episode. We won't be doing a, a roaming episode next week, but we will upload the next episode of this segment very shortly. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users podcast. For questions, concerns or suggestions, we encourage you to send us email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. Should you have any inquiries, those inquiries should be directed to inquiries at blindandroidusers.com. We do enjoy those My Android Journey stories, and for those, we encourage you to send those recordings to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. We look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, have a wonderful time. Music.